Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Right. I'm just be sure about yeah, just pull the Don't pull the wire out. Just no. pull the whole recorder out. That's it. And I'll tie this back on in the way yeah. that's been really worrying me. But I'm just doing it because nowhere else to put it. Where am I going to put it? That's the other thing we need to think about. Yeah. Is stuff. Stuff. Because I a bit more stuff than usual. Yeah. I think, for example, I'm wearing quite a nice bum bag that I bought years ago. Right. And you're still wearing the... Uh, the bum bags Steve got us, and they're lovely, yeah. Steve. They're yeah, really yeah. good. They're, but I yeah. don't think, correct me if I'm wrong, that you broke the bank on these bad boys. I think, Paul, maybe you need slightly something a little bit more, you know. Do you think so? I don't know. Just spend some money on it, because I'm worried about it. That's how I deal with things I'm y- worried you're about. You're worried about? Comfort, somewhere to put your, your carb gels, layers. I don't know what's the word. Yeah, I'm, like. not, I'm, not, I'm not. He's all right. I'm not worried about that. He's done cross-country before. Yeah, I'll I think I think I'll be fine. The carb gels are normally stick in my in my uh, shorts. Yeah, I've got I've got a system there. I think when we've got, got two recorders, I'll find a way to bind them together. Yeah, which is like with, with the soft, whether it's soft on the outside of them and soft between them, make them into a bit of a kind of. It'll be a bit like the the big bundle of C4 that they always use in bombs in films. Right. Yeah. 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 So carry one of those with a clock on it and two like that curly wires. One green, one red. And then we've got that bloke who's running beside us carrying all the tech as well. Uh, yeah, we've yeah. We've got him, we've got the assistant. Shop and yeah. trolley guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Nigel! <laughs> <laughs> Motorbike assistant. What do you mean you didn't train? With Paul Tomkinson and Rob Deering. Into the park. Highgate Woods. Dedicated to the public in 1886 and since maintained by the Corporation of London. Thank you very much. Good work. You remembered that. all that from your brain. Didn't you? Got all that, yeah. Bit of info. So I got to bed at about 11 on, half 11 on Saturday. <laughs> then of course I woke me up at half two coming in. After drinking and doing various things all day. Yeah. And I had two spare beds in my room because it was all really chaotic. Yeah, yeah. So Just you went back to the hotel three hours before the others? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they'd been going for eight hours before I'd even joined them. Yeah, yeah. I was a real wuss about it. 
I just didn't have... You just have those moments where you think, I'm really tired now. This is not happening. Yeah, well, we were, we were meant to go for a meal and then the beer festival. Yeah, yeah. But when we got there, it all descended into absolute chaos. <laughs> because, because of the vegetables they're consuming. Yeah. So the organisation's not a big thing there. Yeah, yeah. And then, so suddenly the beer festival's off because everyone had kind of forgotten where it was and stuff. Yeah. And then that the meal even existed. Yeah, and then the meal ended up just being four people. Yeah, out of twenty-five. Right. And it was the four people who were who weren't on the same wavelength as everyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The grown-ups. Well, and I just thought, <laughs> I just don't want to go back into the fray. I just don't. I can't pretend that I can get up for this, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's quite a moment of relief, isn't it, when you just accept that? Yes. You think you know what? I'm just going to get a decent night's sleep. <laughs> yeah. Even We're going to go and watch Match of the Day. Yeah, even though you don't, because they come in at half two, fully dressed and just plonk on the and did you bed, immediately start snoring really loudly. And did you say to them, what time do you call this? <laughs> I've been so worried. <laughs> yeah. You cheat this place like been? a hotel. Where have you been? There's guys like Coops, who's a, he's a postman from Doncaster. Yeah. And just the... Uh, he, he was a boxer. He's run a marathon a couple of times, actually. Yeah. About four hours, not much training. He's just a naturally very fit person. Yeah. But he's also extremely hedonistic. Yeah. So he'll go all day drinking and the, from the train, you know, whatever, at ten. Yep. Go to bed at half two, wake up, and then they're drinking again from half ten. I just got in a car and went in the morning. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I could yeah. get out there fast enough. But their, their train Still was... Still, good luck. Their train Great was up till four in the afternoon. Yeah. So you're just killing time around Burton for six hours. <laughs> I can't be doing that. No. <laughs> and so, so they just got drunk again. Yeah. So, uh, but he'll be up doing his post round this morning. Yeah, he's yeah, one yeah. of those guys. I just couldn't do it. I'm gonna have to put my jumper back on. Yeah, it's, it's getting a little bit. I think it might rain. It's one of those times of year, Rob, where although the weather might try and trick us, the body's extremely susceptible to cold. <laughs> Do you not think? <laughs> yeah. to, to, to actually getting a cold. <laughs> you can find yourself feeling quite hot and sweaty, and then suddenly the breeze kicks in. Before you know it, you're very vulnerable. What a great dog that is. What yeah. a great beast. It was uh, quite a scary dog, actually. Yeah. Just thought for a minute it was going to go, <laughs> and just eat some part of me. Just jump off your knee. All that we found was a shredded <laughs> run, running commentary T-shirt. <laughs> Oh, hey, just push these people over the gangs, fence. Yeah. Gangs in the woods. Here we gangs. go. What are we going to do? Knife crime. What are we going to do? Look at them. Oh, hey, don't worry, don't worry. We can do we'll this. Go right. We can, right. We'll go here. Can we? Can we go through there? Yeah, we can go. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Take care. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's no, it. That's it. Podcast, mate. Podcast. <laughs> He thought that was great. He just laughed at the concept of a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he just picked himself. You're on the radio? No, I meant podcast. <laughs> That's funny because I think it was. I think it's possible that guy was played by the same actor as the builder. <laughs> yeah. Stood there with his bobble hat and his hands on his hips. <laughs> How would oh, you, you do? on the radio or something? How would you describe? In a way, oh, yes. What happened there? Well, we came upon a gaggle of pensioners. And they looked really concerned by us. Yeah, there was probably about ten in a huddle. Their assumption when they saw us is that we were going to address the situation roughly in the manner of the ball in a game of ten-pin bowling. And just run straight through. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They were huddled by the side of a fence in quite a... So not only did we avoid area. them, but you 
signalled clearly to them that it was going to be okay. And indeed, it sweetened the pill with a little light comedy. Yeah. And that led to... Oh, you're on the radio already? You're not running into old people. Oh, look at the sun. Look, the sun is just on the other end of the... Nice, That's something. I bet I can't get that before it gets to the building. I'm not going to make it. It's moving, isn't it? Oh, that's beautiful. Really good. Um, Talking of... uh, Hedonism on trains. Yeah. Oh, my, my kids have started really noticing that I, that I do that. The noises. <laughs> and full volume, you know. It's that Jenga yeah. from my daughter yesterday, and she was just laughing because, you know, when the, I don't really hold back on the sounds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just full volume yeah, yeah. call when Why things... Why such a coward about sounds? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. They frighten <laughs> me. <laughs> um, and that brilliantly... That feeling when you're at one's own ridiculousness makes your children laugh. Yeah. And you know that it's cheapening and they're laughing at you. Yes. But you don't want to stop. But at the same time, you know that will only get more <laughs> exaggerated with life as yeah, life and, moves on. And you're getting a laugh. Yeah. A laugh's it's good a to laugh. Get, it's good to get a laugh, yeah. <laughs> it's rare that you get a laugh intentionally off your kids at that age. So. Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. Um, Normally a look at best, a look of disgust and derision. On the train up to... Uh, Glasgow on Friday. Guy got on in uh, Preston. Right. And he got, I think, is that true? I think he got off again in Carlisle. Right. He said, maybe not, maybe I'm exaggerating. But he was on the train for not a huge amount of time, should we say, an hour, hour and a half. Yeah. He came on with a four pack of dark fruit cider. Right. And he drank it all the way up. He drank one. Right. He drank the next. He drank the next. Yeah. yeah. He drank the next. Yeah. And then he got off. Right. That's Friday, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the funny thing about it is, and this is maybe something we can learn from talking about training and pacing. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Is that he was definitely struggling on the fourth one. Right. But he saw it through. He knew the finish line was there. Yeah, he he saw it through. But he was. You know, he'd started he'd visual- belching a lot. He visualised that moment where it started to repeat on him, but he kept through. He stayed on it. Went through the wall. He was letting out these little puffs. Yeah. He, he was kind of huffing a bit. He was sweating. Yeah. But he kept the pace up, you know, steady. Yeah. And um, To be respected. And that's also interesting, because I didn't find out much about his backstory, but it would seem that sometime before he got on the train, he'd eaten something made of beef and onion. Oh, right. Nice. Nice so bit of detail. Nice. Was he recording a podcast? Was he? What are you? You are on the radio or something? I'm on uh, the fourth side. He used to be on XFM, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the fourth side, are they glagging away? That's one thing you realise when you're with people who drink, who are drinking loads of beer. It's a lot to drink a pint, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. You're drinking a lot of booze there constantly. It's a funny thing because on the one hand, that's a really good natural break. You know, just the amount, and it can, you can go, yeah. oh, I've had two or three of those, and I feel great. But another time, you know, you just totally override that. Yeah. And then, because it's fizzy and nice and not doesn't seem particularly strong, you, you drink loads of loads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's true of pretty much any drink, isn't yeah. it? Once the inhibitions go. Yes, yeah, you yeah. you pace the uh, inhibition thing But wrong. it's just a physically, it's just a lot of... Liquid, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. As a big group of men. Yeah. Glaswegian men in the uh, background of the gig on Saturday night. Right. And they were so drunk. Yeah. Slightly smart clothes, you know? Yeah. All in 
shirts, a couple of the older ones in suits. And as the gig went on, they found it harder and harder to kind of get back to their seats yes, and watch yeah, yeah. the show. In a way, they were hanging around the bar in twos, and one would be have his arm tight around the neck, but it's like hand pincers on the back of his neck, right? Saying, saying something really yeah. meaningful, meaningful but for the fifth light time, on consonants, yeah, yeah, yeah. over and over again. Yeah, then you never. I don't think they were getting the best out of the comedy. No, no. <laughs> And who was comparing? <laughs> Scott Agnew. All right. Yeah. Scott Agnew. And he's very... Uh, he's well, he's local, right? Yeah. So it's yeah. a nice... Uh, he's yeah. perfect because he is like a... He's a nice bridge, bridge. Yeah, to the crowd, <laughs> which the you crowd. need, yeah. Yes. And where were you on? Um, I was in the middle on Friday, right. closing on Saturday. Right. Okay. Larry Dean was on last on right. Friday, although... If I misspeak freely, he's quite unhappy about going on last. Yes. After me. <laughs> he, doesn't, was, uh, he doesn't like... I followed him in Scotland the other week. He doesn't particularly like going on last, does he? He's one of those. But he's a good act, though, isn't he? Yeah, I don't think he's nervous. Some acts just get really... They're, they're nervous. They enjoy that, don't they? That yeah. kind of... Uh, Lee Mack is always I want to go back to. Just someone, for someone who's so good... Always seems to go and get really edgy and yes. twitchy before a show. Yeah, I'm not like that. Maybe I should be. No, but it's uh, it's very good. Highgate Wood was lovely. Highgate Wood was very coming nice. Out yes. the coming Cranley out of the Cranley Gate, been approaching the Muswell Hill Basin. Yeah, yeah. As we describe it, one of the things that was nice about my uh, gig at the weekend, and I should warn you, this is an incredibly selfish take on a dark story but I was able to do my Michael Jackson joke again right it seemed really hot and impactful like a really hot take on the news but really I made it up a long time but then that's the nature of that news cycle is it it's it's less surprises in that dialogue than you'd think because we all knew he was the wrong one didn't we (laughs) sorry slightly uh... simplistic take I haven't, actually, I haven't actually seen that yet. On that, I know it's there to be seen, but yeah. I haven't seen it yet. I don't think that one has to watch it, though. Hey? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I certainly think pretty much... I think it's, maybe it's a bit of a... Fit. Maybe it isn't. I, I haven't seen it, but I think that what one thinks about that situation... I suppose there is a kind of Venn diagram middle bit where people are watching that and going, ah, I have a new opinion. Yeah. But it feels like it's an interesting, wider notion of if you watch a Netflix documentary that tells you that someone's guilty of something or innocent of something, what what did you want from it, you know? Yeah. How? Anyway... I have read a lot of people it online saying, I haven't seen it, but this is what's wrong with it. It'll rumble on and on, <laughs> won't it? Because it's, it's, it's going to get very legal, isn't it? Yeah. Because there's so much money involved. Yeah. So, out of the last of it. No, no. And there's a Ricky Gervais series out on Netflix as well that we started watching last night, which I quite enjoyed. It was good, good fun. Yep. Well, it wasn't good fun. There's <laughs> hard, hardly a laugh in it, but there's something compelling about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like this new sort of... Strand of comedy, and Fleabag's like the, like it as well. Not, it's it's well. Look, I was chatting about it with old 
Maltese McIntyre of the weekend. Yeah, yeah. He's awfully back. Yeah. He said, I liked it. But it's hard to be too enthusiastic about a comedy when you haven't laughed once. Yeah, yeah. But it's und- undeniably compelling. That's right. I didn't go on the road thing. Are you oh. proud of me? You missed that big opportunity. Yeah, I didn't do it. Maybe on the way back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we talked about this before, didn't we? When we went down, you were saying about how even in his darkest... When we were talking about stand-up rather than TV comedy. Yeah. That uh, Richard Pryor... Didn't matter what he was talking about, he was always doing jokes. Yes. I don't know. I think it's absolutely fair enough artistically to do whatever you want to do and tell whatever story you want to tell. But equally, the, the, the dangerous hinterland is it's hard to be funny. Yes, it is. And hard I don't to be like funny. it when people think that something is better because it's, because not it's funny. less funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. stories easier than jokes. But the. Uh, the, the, uh, the premise for the Ricky Gervais thing is great. It's a lovely... What's the premise? The premise is his, his wife has died and he's dealing with grief. Yeah. And she's communicated to him by making a recording in a hospital which he listens to, which he, which he watches. Wow. And it kind of sparks things off. And it's just, just him coming to terms with grief and realising that life's worth living. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but it's, there's a so in a way, it's got, it shares some DNA with Ghost Town. Yeah. Which I yeah. really like. Yeah. It's very sweet, and that's the thing about that's I find interesting about oh, Gervais. Gervais, he's, uh, he's very. Uh, I actually went to Germany with Gervais <laughs> while you were in Walter McIntyre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shouldn't it's over? But he can be very uh, dismissive about humans. He can tweet something like, you know, don't get me wrong, I'd happily vouch for the eradication of the entire human race, etc. Yeah. He can say that kind of quite teenage, yeah. nihilistic thought. Or he'll say, you know, we don't deserve dogs or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then he'll say, cheer up everyone, it's great to be alive. Yeah. Do you know, it's just yeah. a bit all over, isn't he, really? Yeah. I think there's a powerful, I love dogs, but there's a powerful argument to say that they don't deserve us. Yeah. If you look at how we deal with them, clearing up the Effluence and blood, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Dogs are doing pretty well. Out of it. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> yeah. That is a long-term I love relationship. Dogs. I absolutely with adore the poo dogs. of another beast. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but you know how I feel about ultras. You know, yeah, yeah. frankly, babies, my own babies, they're the only people in my life who are ever going to get that service. But do you, understand, do you get what I mean about Gervais? That oh, absolutely. Realistic, sort of atheistic, quite hard thing, coupled with a real softness as well. Yeah, it's strange, isn't it? They do seem to be... I don't think you can get one without the other. Yeah. They're two products of the same personality, definitely. Yeah. Well, they're products of the same personality. It reminds you that I saw an advert for this Ricky Gervais show, and it said, from the mind of Ricky Gervais. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. That is a bit much. But he's... Uh, it's enjoyable, and I really like it, and Rachel liked it. I think it's that sort of weird thing in culture where we... To get serious, but not too serious for a second, where we overvalue comics and what they think. So we'll listen at length... Well, and also famous people. Yeah. We'll listen at length to Ricky Gervais chat about religion. Well, I just want to... If I can just interrupt, I, I don't think we should... Stop people listening to comics saying what they think. No, no, no. At length. No. 
I think no. that's a key. Yeah, that's a key. That's a key demographic. That's <laughs> but very important to listen to, even me, me, not particularly famous comics, no, in terms of <laughs> how seriously we take it. <laughs> yes. When he spouts off about religion being nonsense, etc., and we take it seriously. Yeah, yeah. Like we, we don't ask Rowan Williams about sitcoms. No, no. Do you know what I mean? I'm not really, no, no. I'm not really interested in what he's got to say about that religion. And also just famous, not famous. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think that, like, the whole... You know, the Michael Jackson thing. Obviously, it's massively tied in with his fame. But still, the actual... Um, it's not... Sorry, it's... He's, he was still a human man. Yes. It's possible that he did do a uh, bad thing. Of course. Because yeah. famous people do. Yes, of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and get and away with it. That seems to be the bit that people find hardest to deal with. Yeah. Not Michael. And sometimes... Yeah, probably Michael. Sometimes the simplest solution is the right solution. Yeah. The simplest thought. You know, he's, he spends all his time... Getting on really well with kids. Yeah. He has sleepovers. Yeah. He's created this environment totally based around fantasy life that's attractive to kids. Yeah. Maybe there's something weird going on with kids. <laughs> Do you know? <laughs> maybe yeah, yeah. maybe the possible. simplest answer is the right answer. But well, to quote Ben, allegedly, Norris, who knows? Yeah, allegedly, we're not all caveats. This is a, this is a yeah. And it's it, it, it imagine this, if the Jackson, we're having the conversation about the conversation. <laughs> rather, imagine but, if the Jackson Foundation had a go at us. Imagine. Yeah, yeah. How take us down? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that I, I, I'm with, I've got to quote Ben Norris here, Bigger the on comedian, because he's just got that great joke about Jimmy Savile. He's saying, oh, did you hear that one, Becca? That's yeah. brilliant. He said, uh, if you're an alien and you came to Earth and then you described a paedophile yeah. to the alien, they would look at a picture, they'd see Jimmy Savile and see you say, what, you mean like that bloke? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, we got into some pretty non-running related topics. We haven't even chatted about R. Kelly. He's in a right mess. Oh. Did you see his meltdown? Oh, and it was so... They're trying I'm to sorry. Okay, now this is... You know, we've been being a little They're bit... They're He's just so obviously lying. It's the self-pity. <laughs> it's Oscar Pistorius puking in court. Yeah. It's like, oh, you realise that self-pity is not a defence. Yes. Yeah. Horrible, horrible man. I heard that on the radio. And I thought, oh, you're so, oh, you're so sorry. Oh, you feel sorry for yourself. Oh, that makes it all all right. Yeah, he's in trouble. Oh, he's a bad man. He's a bad and then man. That. But I keep singing uh, Ignition Remix. Yeah. It's <laughs> a remix to Ignition, which is, if anything, Here we go. not entirely appropriate. And then he got... He got banged up that night because he didn't have for not paying child support, didn't he? Yeah. He's in trouble. It's yeah, not yeah. a great spring for our Kelly. But it, again, and it, and it always seems to me you come back against this thing, and this is a problem with the culture, and we definitely have it. There's a big problem with American culture. Is how can he could be a she, but it's always a he. Yeah. How can he be a bad man if he's rich and famous? Yes. It's yeah, like yeah. very easily. Yes, yeah. Let's yeah, just yeah. get over that first bump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. can be famous and a bad guy. Yeah. It's been known. In fact, more easily because yeah. your, your behaviour's uh, excused. You have people around you letting yeah. you get away with it. That's right. Yeah. In the same way, being a rich person doesn't magically make you clever. No. Duh. No. <laughs> Sorry to use duh. Duh. It's not a particularly strong <laughs> arguing tactic. <laughs> duh. Ooh. Ooh. Join the dots. <laughs> 
Oh, it's gone gorgeous again. Yeah, it's gone gorgeous. So it, I thought the rain was going to come in. We're up on uh, up with the uh, strange bunch of old people in the woods. No, it's com- it's been fine. It's been lovely. The sound of woodpeckers, the sun peeking through. That's a great noise. Really loud. There's two trees here. I think one of these trees blew over slightly, and they're rubbing against each other yeah, yeah. in a brilliantly sinister way. <laughs> and it sounded like the next noise those trees were going to make was. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you going to be doing when I'm in Australia, though, mate? Because I'm, I'm just not. I'm taking it after That's just it. solid two, three weeks of no running or exercise. Yeah, just nothing. Yeah, just vegan Imagine pizza. Imagine I just let it all go. Yeah. When you come back, I'm going to be like uh, that bloke, a Scottish character out of Austin Powers Three. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be hard for me to sustain training in Oz. I, mean, so I, I won't get a long run there. Right. I'll just have to do sporadic treadmills and the odd get out, but it's a lot of... Lot I love of, that band, though. They're so good. Fights. Really good Australian alternative band. Sporadic treadmills. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They're like Tame Impala, but more weird. Um, so you won't get the distance. Well, I noticed, I think that just in terms of the diary... That you're, it's been quite heartening, really, because I think you're just a couple of miles further up the ladder from me. Yeah, I'm, I'm, but that's just because the Australia trip, isn't it? I feel like yeah, I'm, I'm further up the ladder in terms of long ones, but way behind in terms of weekly mileage. Yeah, I'm about 25 to 30 miles a week at the moment. Yeah, and uh, <coughs> and also I've got the I've got the blooming disaster yeah. the day before London. Yeah, I've got a flight back from Dubai. Setting off at two in the morning, getting in at seven in the morning yeah. on Saturday morning. Ideal. It's just great. And then uh, <laughs> that's a pain, isn't it? Yeah. No, it's not. Good. I'm going to have to just not worry about that one. Yeah, I think we're so. Have to, we're doing that thing at the marathon convention, aren't we? And then I'll get an early night and just. Yeah. I just can't worry about. And when it. it comes down to it, you can. Yeah, there's a silver lining on it because um, it's very important that the taper. It's hard for anyone to get a good night's sleep. A couple of nights for the marathon. Yeah. So you just have to be really well rested already. Yeah. You know, if when you're out there, you're going to be doing nice stuff. You'll be in nice hotels. Yeah, yeah, You'll yeah, be yeah. doing well looked after shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you yeah. just have to be really strict about um, just sleeping, you know, doing nothing. Yeah, it's just and one of those. And kicking back, eating really sensibly, if you're really nicely. Yeah, if I can get a really good night's sleep the night before, it'll be, be great. Yeah, that's right. Think of it like the start line. You want to be so... Tapered and well rested. Yeah. That by the time you get on that plane, you're like, oh, I don't need much sleep. Yeah, I'm all, all, the right. train, all the training will have been done. It's just, the, but it's just the physical. There's no way of framing it so that it's ideal. No, no. It's uh, it's not ideal. No. But it's ideal for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it means that I'll be the one going. Yeah, mate. Come on. Slept mate. till lunchtime. Come yeah, on. Come on, mate. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Up to, up to. Come in, get off the plane. Um, jet lag. Uh, very little sleep. I'm already tired. Eight miles yeah, into the yeah, 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 yeah. Paul Tonkin's in there, uh, crying in poplar, seen weeping at the 21 mile point. Uh, uh, I can't keep seem, up with you, Rob. Hearing seems to be dragging. I can't make the peace. Dragging him along. That's who I want you to turn into. Yeah. Seems to be on the floor incapacitated, have I? <laughs> Uh, Deering seemed <laughs> giving Tonkinson a piggyback over. Podcast still ongoing. Taking a rather bizarre shape of it. 
No, it should be fine. But Tonkins is running commentary merch. Top. Yeah. Covered in blood and tears. <laughs> Over. Snot and urine. Yeah. Yeah. Over. Wishes it was over. over. Yeah, over. <laughs> so we're going to Muswell Hill. Yep. Up this hill many a time. This is a good hill, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. This is one of the big ones. On the plus side, I love the way I just automatically change right down for a hill these days. Yeah. On the negative side, I also just hunker right down. Yeah. It's like I'm trying to get my forehead really close to my knees. Real gear That's change. That's not getting me up the hill, is it? No. Running Real up in, in the shape of a very old person. Real gear changes. We accelerate up the hill from Ali Pali to Muswell Hill. By accelerate, I mean mass drastically slow down. I um, heard some people dissing Jeremy Clarkson's hosting of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire at the weekend. Yeah. They said... He just doesn't seem to care. <laughs> I think it's an interesting one because there was a real sense with Chris Tarrant. That he did care. Well, but it was that he cared about the contestants. Yes, that's what I mean. Not about yeah. the quiz. Yeah, that's what I he mean. He was yeah. like their, their, um, he was always on their side, he wasn't was he? He was their confidant, wasn't he? Yeah, Talking the game, through the experience. The yeah. game looked after itself and he was just kind of host the contestant. Yeah, what do you think? Are you going to ask your friend? What do you think? You've said, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. He was... Uh, he was very good at that. Yeah, and it's an unusual take. I mean, it's yeah. a different angle to uh, Jerry Paxson or, or an Anne Robinson or even a William G. Stewart because they are the godlike voice of the quiz itself. Yes. But, uh, no, you're right. He was in there with them, wasn't he? Yeah. And I think that... I think they may have made a mistake thinking that Jeremy Clarkson is a man of the people when... Uh, that kind of, you know, bullish. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter what I think, but I think this. Yeah. It's, it isn't, it, it's pretending to say that's the voice of man. Yeah, it's people. not that. It's a voice of the people, but it's a bombastic voice of the people. It's yes. not an empathetic voice of the no. people. Exactly. It's very 2019. That's yeah. for sure. I didn't even realise he was doing that. It's, the show's not as big as it used to be, is it? No, but it's just come back, so... Right. Obviously, they'd quite like it to be big. Yeah. I always wanted to do it, to do a charity one, because there's a lot of money to be made, and uh, yeah. I love a quiz. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I hope that it sticks around for a bit, because I do it for Parkinson's UK. There was a documentary on about that last week. About Parkinson's? Yeah, there's been some interesting, quite moving documentary about new uh, treatments... And my friend uh, Paul Mayhew Archer, yeah, who's living with Parkinson's, he, you, you know Paul Mayhew Archer. Yeah, I've met him. Yeah, he wrote Vicar Dibley, and you know, right. He's come from sitcom, and funnily enough, having Parkinson's has led him to comedy. Right. Okay. And the first time I saw him do a gig, it's really funny because everyone was like, "Oh, this old fellow, this guy, yeah, yeah. having his first gig. What's it going to be like?" And he, you know, smashed it. Did he really? Oh, it's hilarious. Just really good. Yeah. And actually, exactly what I was just saying, the Richard Pryor factor, you know, brutally, open-facedly honest and on message about his Parkinson's. Yeah. But in a way that was just getting laugh after laugh. Anyway, he's off on tour. Yeah. And that's, physically, that's a massive challenge for him, but should be great. But he'll have a good time. Yes, yeah. And uh, if you get to go... Or you have any kind of, or you don't have any kind of relationship with that, from what we've talked about down the years. Strongly recommend it. Yeah. But I'd love to uh, 
it. Taking a, a sabbatical from fundraising for Parkinson's after the old 100k. But so you're taking a, a year off this year? Well, as such, in terms of I'm consciously. I'm taking a, a sabbatical at the moment. I don't right. know when. I'm too, feeling too guilty to say it's definitely this right. year. <laughs> yeah. But, um, and frankly, if I could get, if I could do who, who wants to be a millionaire for it, I'd yeah, be, be nice. in yeah. like the Flynn. I do now. I'll be running London for motor neuron disease this year. Yeah. There you go, see, so you're doing it for charity, so I should. Damn it. I feel so guilty. Like you haven't done your Damn it, Dom it. Done your hard years. Yes. But once you're there, that's the thing. You've got to do it, haven't you? If you're running and you have an audience, I just yeah. feel like you've got a responsibility to it. Yeah. So I think maybe I'll just keep it. Just so that people online and that don't have to listen to me pushing it week after week, I'm making quite a sort of short focus. Yeah, focus defined period. Yeah, that's right. So we're about 10 miles in. How are you feeling? Yeah, good. Feel good. Yeah. That view, we've just been back across the terrace, across to uh, Ali Pali Park, and the view is amazing today. The London skyline completely crisp. My legs, uh, got a little ache inside of my foot, but right. I think that's basically left over from running long on Sunday, Saturday, I mean, and uh, I don't need good. to go to the toilet anymore, so that's good. Oh, that's good, yeah. Finally getting a, yeah. the dehydration <laughs> I was waiting for. Yeah. Going to run straight past his rope swings on both sides. Resisting so temptation. So we can actually swing yeah. towards each other. Resisting the temptation to, straight past to goof off. Yeah. What about you? Can you feel it? No, I feel a little bit tired, but I'm okay. I feel a little bit in my legs, but no, I feel fine. So, it was quite good. Just I sit down with a diary sometimes and try to work out when the miles are going to be and how long yeah. I'm going to run at given times and where, how it's going to fit in with gigs and so on. And I just thought, after this, I wanted to do a 20. Yeah. There's a good day for it in about, I was going to say about a week and a half, but probably... Maybe even the best part of two weeks from now. Yeah. I just think that's realistic. Yes, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. it's going to take me that's a, ideal, yeah. a week to not remember this. Yeah. And then I'll be happy to do that and yeah. have it feel right, you know. Yeah. That still gives me time to do another 20 before London. And uh, I said, just keep doing sixes and sevens and, and the or even ten. threes and yeah, yeah. tens and park runs in the, in the gaps, you know? Yeah. So even with a heavy mileage schedule, the long runs are tent poles. It's not going out every three days and doing 20 miles. In fact, the opposite, when you're doing the maths of it, you can kind of use the long runs to keep that weekly mileage up. They're like a yes, sort of top yeah, yeah, up. yeah. It is... Uh, Amazing how much longer I take to recover from a long run now. Yeah. Not just, uh, I've noticed a big difference between 47, a couple of years ago when I was 47, and this year, yeah. 49, just up to a couple of years. Maybe it's just because I've been training as much. Yeah, yeah. But I just feel it. That's it. And maybe part of it is that you forget how it felt. Yeah, maybe, yeah. And maybe even at the time you were ignored how you felt. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Hello, mate. I, no I feel <laughs> mixed feelings because I was glad to see those dogs stop investigating each other quite so, yeah, yeah. Fully, quite but, so intimately. But equally, that did lead to us nearly tripping over the, the half dozen of them. They were a little bit like that guy in the cafe. Yeah. That's for home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know where you are? 
Although, as he quite rightly said, oh, he doesn't like it. That's not good. That's not good. <laughs> that dog didn't like me. He turned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was scared, wasn't he? That's not good. He didn't know what I was running, what I no, had in my no. face. He was that. He just doesn't like me. Why is that man running? Sometimes you'll get kids saying that, isn't it? Why is that man running? Yeah. Particularly when you've done a crime. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why is he carrying a TV? That's a very 80s idea of a crime, isn't it? Yeah. Smash and grab TV theft. Do people still do that? I don't know. This is that little hill where simultaneously we always think, oh, hill. And oh, so gorgeous. Yeah. It's because the sun shines Beautiful. straight down between the trees. It's a bit of heaven's gate. So, so we arrive in, uh, we fly to Perth. First two gigs in Perth. We've got a day and a half before the first gig. I really like Perth. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's very isolated and a little bit odd, but the people are friendly. Yeah. Melbourne, Sydney, Ad- Adelaide, Brisbane. Yeah. All very nice. Get out there. See me, mate, Matt Hardy. Did you, did you see that? Uh, I don't know whether we did the. Uh, did we chat about Mickey D's race? Oh, um, well, yeah, because what happened was, we, you said about it, and then that was the one we lost. And in the interim, I found out the result. Yes. So I did give everyone the result. Right. Um, for the, but just simply, but we can, let's tell the story. Yeah, Mickey D, friend of the show, massively extreme character, either really fit or really unfit. Yes. Sort of wildly fluctuating between the two, like either doing ultras or nothing. Yeah, yeah. Last time I ran with Mickey D, to give a little backstory, was when me and him had both just done London, and we were in Bergen, right, Norway yeah. together, and uh, said, let's go for a little recovery run, and we ended up just running up a mountain, right, yeah. a massive mountain, yeah. running along the top of it really fast. That's what he was like. Yeah. In for a penny, in for a pound. Yeah, input, output. Pain is just weakness leaving the body. Get ready for it to hurt. I wasn't planning for it to hurt. Straight in the hurt locker. <laughs> I thought this was a recovery run. <laughs> so he's, but at the moment he's, he's overweight. He has and, and, and he does balloon as well. Yeah. And he's slowly but getting back into running. But that's not as good running. for your fitness, is it? Because he's just floating over the countryside. Yeah, that's no good. You just get, <laughs> you get wildly, of course. And he ended up in a bit of a, what looked like quite a, quite a kind of macho scenario with a comedy promoter in Adelaide yeah. who promotes loads of shows over there and he does I would describe he does triathlons yeah. but he's a guy who found exercise fairly late in his life and he trains really hard and anyway they ended up having a, a half marathon race in Adelaide double quits on, on Mickey's uh, festival fee yeah in the midday heat so it's like 42 degrees or something yep. incredibly hot so there's like 14 grand on the race yeah. which we were saying we, we loved it because it was uh, like those old style races at the Phillies turn Fog. of the 90, 19th century people Phillies just used Fog to race with purses didn't he he yes, he did yeah <laughs> and uh, our money was on Mickey D Purely because of his bullish nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Purely because he wouldn't let himself. Oh, absolutely. Lose. I mean, he was right here. I would assume me. that the other guy was definitely fitter, and Mickey D won it pure on pure. I will be in front of him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I would say that <laughs> Mickey D probably just knows a bit more about running as well yes, about yeah, what it is yeah, to right. race. That's um, true. Because we talked about 
we talked about his tactics before the race. Yeah. And I was saying you want to run with him a bit and then just try and negative splits, just try and negative split it. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and that's what he did. Yeah. And he... Uh, where are we going now? We're going home. I thought we were looping around the thing. Uh, get to the top of the park and walk. We're only three and a half miles from my do you want, house. Do you want to then? Do you want to loop around? Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, well, we'll just walk, we'll get back up. How far is it around Huggerwood? It's about a mile and a quarter. There you go. Let's do right. that and then we're pretty much okay, set. Okay, cool. I mean, we can always add a bit at the end, but the closer we get to the end, the more Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so, so yeah, you split it. Yeah, and the... Uh, it was funny because the results came in on Facebook and it was Alan Anderson saying, really, thanks for the race, Mickey D. Mickey D beat us. There was 10 metres between us at the end. Yeah. Great race, lad. Uh, slightly disingenuous. Mickey D nearly lapped him. Right. So that was the story. So it was like, <laughs> in public, he was trying to indicate he'd been really close. <laughs> but the real story was Mickey D was, it was the wrong nearly two meters. miles ahead of him. <laughs> so uh, no, I did not know that. that is yeah, good. so that's... Uh, yeah. That was the real story. I've seen footage of Mickey D just barreling away. Yeah, yeah. Really hot, fatigued, massively overweight. Yeah, yeah. Pushing the tempo as much as he possibly yeah, could, you right. know. Well, that's the thing is, I know better than anyone that when you're going well, you're going steady, but you're burning it all. Yeah. And I'm totally putting myself in the shoes of the other guy now. Yeah. And someone like Mickey comes along and just puts their foot down. I'm just watching him going, oh, well. Yeah. There they go. He just knows. <laughs> See you in the Birmingham Park run. Is he that just it? knows what he's doing. There's nothing yeah. I can do. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, uh, I think Mickey did it in about 147 or something. So they're not particularly quick, but just but quick for a bloke who's not fit. Yeah, and quick in the quick. heat as well. Yeah. That's the other thing. Um, back to hydration. Is it really depends on the weather, doesn't it? Yeah. Let's say if it's not hot, and if, particularly not for the marathon, but for a half marathon or a 16 or a 20, maybe also a marathon, that my working makes sure I'm hydrated. It's only really about a litre. Right. And make sure that not long before the race, yeah. I put away half a litre of water. Right. Like water. And then during the race, probably about... 14, 15 miles, I have get a bottle from a right. water stand and drink it all. Right. And I think if you're not hot and you're not... I'm oh, sorry, I should really be saying I'm. This is not right. a recommendation to anyone else. If I'm not hot and I'm not sprinting, then, yeah, I'll need another drink at the end. But that'll keep me going. Well, I drink... Uh I drink a little often. You sip. So I, I sip throughout, really. Yeah. yeah. And occasionally have a little mouthful of sports drink just to get a quick sugar surge. But I won't, I'll never drink a bottle of sports drink, just a couple of mouthfuls. Yeah, I've never used the sports drink because I find water's nice and clean. Yeah. I'll do the opposite if I'm having a carb gel. I'll time it before a drink. Yeah. So that I can kind of wash it down. You know. Yeah, you don't want a dry carb gel no. percolating around your mouth. And if you haven't used the carb gel before and you're getting to one late in a run, do you remember there's a little bit of a time delay on them? I mean, yeah. do train with them because they are, they're very, they can really tax so your something guts. to get used to, yeah. And some people can't get on with them at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I've had trouble with that in the past. And I avoid... I have ones without caffeine now. Right. Not because I'm not into caffeine, but because I'm already carrying loads. So I don't right. want it anymore. Yeah. Fair um, 
But also, um, I've got used to the idea now, and I think this is new in my last marathon, that to take a carb gel, yeah, feel a little bit grotty because of the carb gel. Right. And then it starts to work. Yeah. You know, so I yeah, think yeah, yeah, yeah. in New York, I had, I had my carb gel, and it made me feel a bit queasy, frankly. And I just thought, well, that's okay. It was gonna. And then maybe a mile later, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. you start to find a bit of extra you feel it, energy. You feel it sort of sink down into your legs or yeah. something, don't you? Yeah. You have to be ready for that. Because when I was in New York and I had a gel, probably exactly a really good moment to do so. Yeah. It made me feel queasy. And I just, I, I regretted it, you know? And just spent miles thinking, I never should have had it. Yeah. And now I can't undo that action. It's like, get over it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. But it's easy to get, go into those tunnels. Yeah. Still sunny. I thought, Still sunny thought this was all going to change. But like you say, it's that spring weather. It's like running through a glass of cold water. So I'm going to... Uh, this afternoon, I've got, the, I've got the feedback coming from my uh, editor at Bloomsbury for the book. What's that today? Yeah. Wow. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, yeah. And that'll give us something to work out when I'm in Australia. It's about time. Rachel's still uh, still yet to get back to me. Yeah. Well, she's only had two months to read it, fair enough. Right, yeah. You can't really expect it. Especially if she's got so many other books that she's launching into constantly. Yeah, yeah. I think that... I mean, it's only it's only her husband's written a book. It's no biggie. It's not a big thing for her. Or his life. That is. Yeah. This uh, <laughs> sulky, and I'm using inverted commas here, comedy. Um, <laughs> is it, have you used it on her? <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> is that of working? Because I've got to say, you might be putting her off reading it. No, no. <laughs> no, no, no. She, she can't wait. To, she can't wait to once she's finished her other books. Yeah, all the other books. Written by other people she doesn't know. And all the other books. There are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All the other books in the world. I've just got to finish off these books. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Gestures non-specifically yeah, 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 yeah. to books. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I can think of someone who would have happily read your book and got straight back to you had you asked them to look at it. I can think of one person. I, you know what, I mean, it's interesting. Yeah, I'd like to hear a few more stories about people you've asked to read your book. Do you know what, it felt people bit, whose opinions you respect. It felt a bit. <laughs> you know, it felt a bit close. Me, me, and you sort of just because I know. we're of the same sort of world. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, no, I understand. I do. I was just doing a similarly yeah, yeah. passive-aggressive line. And also, I'm sort of. I've kind of come to the conclusion that I can only conclude from my. Uh, if I'm going on the empirical evidence... Oh, God! ...that it's actually quite irritating to ask someone to read your book. <laughs> and I'm only going on this because if you divide, you know, the number of people who've asked to read the book by the number of people who haven't got back to me... Yeah. I can only reach the conclusion that it's a bit, it's a bit of a pain. Yeah, I wouldn't Pe- know. People wouldn't know don't read ever that much anyway. <laughs> people obviously don't read that much. The people I've asked... And then the people who do read, I don't know, they obviously can't be bothered to read mine. <laughs> I have to say, the other thing is that on behalf of the listeners, this is when this episode goes out. Uh, Twitter and Facebook are going to fill up with people saying, I'll read it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. you're going to have to buy it, guys. 
But it'll be interesting to see what he says. Well, it's funny, isn't it, with the notes? Because from here, it's either you what you what you kind of want and expect are um, either that's great, we'll publish it now, or yeah. it's rubbish. Forget yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really, it's probably not going to be either. It's, it's going to be. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a bit of both. <laughs> but I could do with a bit of direction about it if he wants. So I'm just interested to really? see what he thinks. You know. Yeah. You ready for it? Yeah. Because I'd like to. I'm aware that it's going to still need work because you want it to be as good as possible. But you want some sort of. It'll be good to get a bit of feedback. Of course, that's it. From the wife. Yeah, yeah. She's just got to read it. Yeah. All these. I'm. I am. I'm reading it. I'm nearly. <laughs> Hello, mate. Little bit of um. Hip ache in the right hip there. Right. I still, you know, that is a bit of a... My hips are a heel at the moment, an Achilles right. heel. Achilles hip, Achilles yeah. hip. Um, That's one of the things that you live with, is it? The pain in yeah, your Yeah, but it's not very bad. It, was, it really was much more noticeable when I dropped the training, training completely. Right. Started long-term stiffening up. You know, I kind of came out of Christmas going, oh, my hips! And now... I don't really notice it. Right. I can sometimes, once I've run 10 miles or so, I can feel it. Yeah. But not in any way that's hurting enough to worry about or slow me down or anything. The right. worst of it is when I've done a long run and I sit down for a sustained period of time. And you suddenly spasms. Like yes. Yeah. But it's just training, isn't it? I mean, yeah. when it comes down to it, I'm at a really nice point of training now. I feel fit. Lost a few pounds. Yeah. The other exercises are all going well. Kick sides. But, but part of that is just recognising that you can't have that advantage without also the just odd aching little and ache. feeling tired. Yeah. Yes. Muscle tiredness. Yeah. 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 I've also been enjoying. I've got better at getting up in the morning, getting out for a run quite sharp if I have to. Right. I say sharp. We're talking nine, not half yeah. six. Yeah. But you know. Nine rather than half ten. And uh, really enjoying home life and doing stuff and eating well. And I keep her getting to... Whoa! Oh, um, I slipped, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, getting to gigs and going, God, I'm tired. Yeah, that's but luckily, right. being tired is quite, can be quite nice. It gigs. can be good for gigs, but keep you don't want to feel too leg tired are you too achy no I hate limping to the mic you don't want to limp to the mic <laughs> profoundly dehydrated no I tried to write jokes about my broken toe when I was limping to the microphone that summer but no one ever wants to know that no 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 good evening I'm in pain <laughs> yeah no they don't want they want you to take away theirs yeah yes it's because there's a chapter in it about me isn't it it's because there's a chapter about being an idiot. No. He reckons, he reckons he's got this running thing sorted out. Yeah. But I'll tell you the truth of it, really. Yeah. Yeah. Every week he comes out. Look at him. I think it was good for me today to not go 19. Just yeah. come back a bit. Well, it's interesting. I mean, that's all me. I'm just scared to go too far, but... You did say that your 17 was a was a big bite. Yes. And I think there's still a temptation because of your schedule to, to hurry, to slightly hurry. snatch at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think, think so. that's counterproductive. No, you don't. You've got to, to get the miles up. And, and I think that that is also the silver lining on your travelling, you know. When yeah. I did Yorkshire, that week, 
in uh, Dubai where I kept having to do 10Ks on a running machine. Yeah. You know, that was great training. Yes, yeah, yeah. Really useful. Yeah, yeah, And I was really strict about it, adding, you know, sometimes going to the gym twice in a day. Yeah. But not often. And I never, I went to do, what was it? I was going to do 18. 18. I was going to do three 10Ks. And when I got there, I was like, no. Yeah. That is preposterous. Yeah. So, you know, there is a line. That's what I find... Treadmill's good for is a bit of tempo. Yeah, that's what I like. They can, I yeah, can, yeah. They can get me use my legs turning over at a, at a decent clip. Absolutely. Because I can't handle too much distance on them. I just go crazy. And the psychology of that, which is a really, it's totally worth addressing because it's one of those things which is blindingly obvious, and yet when you live it, you do have to point it out to yourself. Same way as the old saw about inclines. Yeah. You know when you're doing. A marathon. When you are doing the London Marathon, right. you'll get to a point and think, oh, I'm really tired. This is really tough. I bet real money you're on a slight hill yeah. when you think that. Yes, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and speed and time it takes to run is another one of those. When you run slower, it takes longer. Yes. And when you get on a yeah. running machine, you kind of naturally push to the highest tempo to get the blooming boring thing over yeah, and done absolutely, with. absolutely, yeah. And that's very useful. Yeah. There's a mindset. So we've done another little lap round Highgate Woods just to... Thank you for pushing for Highgate Woods. It's been lovely today. Probably. Yeah, there's something very pleasant about it, isn't there? Yeah. It's all these trees. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. It's all those movies. It's absolutely quote from gorgeous. The holiday. Talking of movies... It's something I thought earlier on. Yeah. Um, when it was my son's birthday, he watched the old uh, Lord of the Rings trilogy because he'd yeah. been looking forward to it. And uh, it took us a week, obviously. Right. And um, I was reading the facts, giving them the kind of IMDb info. Yeah. Found out something I really liked, which I think I'm going to bear in mind, and we should bear in mind for the marathon. Yeah. When uh, in the Two Towers, Yeah. when the first thing you see is... Uh, Gimli and Legolas and Aragorn. Yeah. Just, just running and running and running. You know, the man, the dwarf, and the elf. Right. We're in a long run to catch up with the, the two hobbits that have been abducted by the orcs. Do you remember this? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so there's loads of long shots of the three of them running over hill and dale in picturesque bits in New Zealand. And the three of them, it was uh, Orlando Bloom, um, uh, uh, Viggo Mortensen, and not John Reese davies who plays Gimli, but Gimli's uh, uh, stunt double, the actual short guy right. in the long shots. And they were all injured. Right. Orlando Bloom <laughs> had uh, cracked ribs. Viggo Mortensen was healing uh, um, a couple of broken toes. And, uh, and the uh, other guy's name, I can't remember, had a knee injury. And uh, so they, in this epic shot of them running for days, um, every time they yelled cut, all three of them were like, oh, oh, <laughs> rolling around on the ground. And that's a, that's a heartening thought. Yes. That even the heroes of legends of yore were still basically going, ah, my foot. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. Plushcare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Did you see those pictures of old Peggy in his Trap and Peg's transformation in his. He's done one of these films where he's playing some action thing and it's some extreme transformation and he's lost loads of weight and he's really buff in a way that makes him look really ill. Simon Peck? You know, yes. What film is this? I've done anything about this. Have I missed I've done it's his latest movie. It'll be... He did loads of training and at, at, at like a couple of almonds a day. When he said old oh, Peggy, I thought you meant the landlady of the Queen Vic. No, no, no. no She's the no, no. loads of training. Massive transformation. She looks like a caramac. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, when you reach a certain age, when you really put your body through it like that, it looks like it's really aged you. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It doesn't, there's no way it can make him look healthier. <laughs> But he's really gone for it. I was talking to a comedian the other day who was talking about training. He said, I look fit, which is always a good start, you know. Yeah. And he said, he'd been taking advice on protein, fueling and weights right. from uh, Sean Mio, which is good and bad because Sean yes. Mio knows what he's talking about, but he's also a very easy to... Yes, yeah, He's yeah. an obsessive man. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, this guy said, and I can run 10 minutes on the running machine. I said, oh, well done. Yeah. He said, no, I'm going to stop there. I'm not going to push it further than that. Why? Yeah. It's like, why running? They say you can really age you, can't it, the running? It's like, I don't think you're quite into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 10 minutes on the running machine. I think you're safe. Yeah, I think so. I know what you mean sometimes with people run loads and loads and loads. Yeah, like cyclists are the same. Yeah. But I think anything, combination of keeping your body fat right down and spending loads of time doing exercise outside. Yes. You can end up that looking a little life, bit like yeah. a piece of wood. Yeah. And, and of course, that's what people want. Yeah. It can look good. But your inner organs are resplendent. It's nice to but, see them. Yeah. You know, do you remember that version of Stretch Armstrong where you could see right through? Right. <laughs> that's what we're going for. I think anything up to about 25, 30 miles feels fairly normal at the upper edges of fitness and health. And beyond that, that's proper. I perceive that as 
proper training for an event. Yes. It seems to be the no, I agree. fairly arbitrary line in the sand I've drawn. Yeah, you take it from your own experience, don't yeah. you? I mean, as you know, my running model when we started doing this is three seven-mile runs a week. Yeah. So that's 21. And I have this thing now where I think if I can make 25, then I'm staying fit. Yeah. But then part of that is the fact that making 25 is a bit of a stretch. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's adding yeah. a bit here and there. It's pushing it. Yeah. But training, staying fit, is about pushing it. You can't, there is no even keel. If you just stay fit and don't add anything, you will lose fitness over time. Yeah. As your body t- starts taking it for granted. But, but some of the guys at the club who do big mileage, yeah, they, they're some of... They can look quite old. <laughs> like, really fit, but really... You're right, it's that weather-beaten face. We are, really. Did you hear that? That was, sorry. I have to give the kid the credit, because you were saying about dogs and kids. Right. It's a fantastic little boy. It was like Why a Good-looking uh, dad, good-looking little boy, and he was yeah. wearing, like, a yellow puffer jacket with puffy hats. Yeah. On, riding on his dad's back. And he's pointed to us and said, they're running. They're running. <laughs> we are. Thank Thanks. you very much, Sonny Jim. Is that the radio? <laughs> Here we are going up another little hill. This is a steep little bite. I don't think I knew before 2019 that if you're running up a hill, having the sun shining down at the top of it can be really good. Yeah. I'm into yeah. that. Just head for the sun. Yeah. I think I'm part moth. We've gone quiet, haven't we? Yeah, this is the... Uh, well, this is the steepest hillage of the day, actually, isn't it? Yeah. This is Steve Hillage. Yeah. I love your work, Steve. I'm into all that prog stuff. I miss... Woo! Very nice. Yeah, good. This is great. Sunshine and yeah. um, Highgate. It just looks like <laughs> fictional suburbia. Yeah, Shunt on the front yeah. of these mildly mock Tudor this terrace. I was going to say semis, but Oops. watch out. Quickly get run over. <laughs> He's going more than 20 miles an hour. Yeah. And the sun's gone in. Yeah. Oh, well. I still get a moment. picture. Get a picture of the speed limit sign. Yeah. Maybe we could catch yes. up with that kind of van. And I'd like show to draw to your him. attention. That's for your... To the sign. At home. He's in the van barefoot, fumbling with his junk. Give me so that look. <laughs> Move on, oldie. <laughs> so you doing cutting edge this week? Next week. Right. Belfast tomorrow. Oh, of course, right, yeah, yeah. Did cutting edge last week. I haven't done that for ages. Really good cutting edge last week, actually. It's on with Jared Christmas. Right. You might know because he's very similar to uh, Father Christmas, is isn't he? really? He? Yeah. That's a coincidence. And uh, aforementioned... Uh, and the tin. Yeah. That's just a good atmosphere, very, uh, yeah, loosey goosey. Yeah. Also, talking about workshopping new material, I've got some new jokes. Right. I feel karmically rewarded because a lot of my older jokes have become quite zeitgeist. They're coming back in, aren't they? Yeah, I am. Um, like you, well, you've got your Jackson stuff. That's Michael Jackson, as I said. Yeah. You know, that I went to, I do that. I use a bit of M&M's as my name is. Yeah. I was on an advert for a new film coming out. Right. Smoking of Water was on another trailer for a new film coming out. Right. <laughs> and it just feels That's like... That's always nice, isn't it? The whole 90s um, rave scene feels like right at yeah. the forefront. I mean, not unfortunately, part of that is the sadness of 
with the other Keith Flint, but it's not just that, it's, it's, it's kind of in the dialogue. So that's nice for me. It's nice when stuff comes back. Yeah. 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 And also, part because part of what I've been doing, I've been enjoying talking honestly with the audience about how old right. I am and sometimes about the age difference between us. Yeah. So it does come back, but it's a, it's a totally different feeling to yeah. still telling a joke you were telling 15 years ago and pretending to them and to yourself that everything's the same. But it's all... Yeah. I mean, we've seen that done, haven't we? Yeah. Oh, well, yes. people do. Oh, yes. And I always, as someone who relishes a pop culture reference, you've really got to watch it, you know? Yes. Sometimes people dust one off. And they're like, oh, why don't they get that? It's because... It was the hot subject of conversation slightly before this audience were born. One of the most famous examples of that has to be Circuit Legend. I'm sure he wouldn't mind us naming him. Well, whether he'd mind or not, I think you have to now. The evergreen Sean Percival with his indecent proposal routine. (laughs) A film that, what came out in what, about 91, I think. 91. So he had a joke about indecent proposal. I can't remember the joke. A, a simple but strong joke, I imagine, from a strong act. Yeah, yeah. Always does well. Yeah. But it was the fo- It became a joke on the circuit. How the format of the joke changed, didn't it? So at first, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've seen that film, Indecent Proposal. Yeah. And then it went to the DVD of Indecent Proposal. Indecent Proposal just come out in DVD. Yeah, I noticed... Indecent proposals out on Blu-ray. He just kind of went through all the. Robert Redford <laughs> saying that this latest <laughs> film is his last film. Yeah, yeah. Miss Flick back to the back He just kind of did the same joke, but skewed it because of the change of formats. I did a. Not uh, this just come out on Netflix. I went to an award ceremony. Decent proposal. Years ago, when I was there, long before I'd have hosted an award ceremony myself. Right. So. And bigger than any award ceremony I hosted, but just right. to kind of date it, yeah. seeing the kind of corporate thing from the other side. And it was exactly that kind of thing, you know, it was the uh, Museum and the Visitor Attraction Awards or something like that. Right. And the, and the talent was uh, Bobby Davro. All right, yeah. And this would have been a good 15, maybe closer to 20 years ago. Yeah. And um, <laughs> he uh, said, so do, I'll do some impression, do, I'll sing it in the style of whoever you shout out. Right. And there was this massive and totally obvious disconnect. Yes. It was like, Tony Blair! Right. <laughs> and then, what's that? Pavarotti? Yeah. Amy Winehouse? Yeah. What's that? Shirley Bassey? Yeah. And then he did comedy, which was old then, based on adverts off the telly. Yeah. One was about the talking Austin maestro. Right, yeah, I yeah. I mean, yeah. that's just so, it's almost yes, like... Yeah. If you were planning to have a joke, get me dated. It's like a documentary, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. Social history. And the other one was about the old Yellow Pages advert. Right. Where you think they're going to sack the farmer, but they buy him a motor mower. Right, okay, yeah. <laughs> Gosh, it was just incredible. Yeah. And that, and so, and it, but we, as we see it from the professional side of it. They're putting in the effort to make these jokes work. Yeah. It's, <laughs> It's a great temptation, rather than cutting them and writing Starting something fresh. Because yeah, yeah. you don't want to go the other way and pretend you're younger than you are. No, no, no. no. Well, you do. But not if you can't get away with it. Yeah. Well, Pavarotti. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Sean Connery? <laughs> yeah. No, we don't know who he is. 
down the Parkland Way into the last few miles of this. And that's been lovely. Yeah. You were wrong yesterday when you said it looked like the weather would be bad. No, no, no. But no, then no. you weren't being entirely honest about it. No, no, no. It was being slightly disingenuous. How much did you drink yesterday then? Come on. Not that much. We got through God. a bottle and a half between us, so yeah, that's fairly... Oh, that's not bad. That's not too bad. I was shaping up for a vodka martini. Right. And I opened the freezer... And that hardly any vodka left. Right. Very disappointed. And then, almost immediately, relieved. Because they are strong, aren't they? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have made today harder. I think yes, yeah, it would have. Yeah. Oh, here's a bad one, though. And it's not too bad, but it's to be noted. I'll be getting right back on the five times, four times, two this week. Yeah. Because I did my uh, planking... Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, four-minute plank. Yeah. So that's in my 16 minutes, right? And I got to Saturday, went out to that park run, decided against it, did 10 miles instead. Did your 10, yeah. Did my exercises. I went to the plank and I thought, oh, well, no four by five times two this week, so I didn't do the park run. Three and a half minutes into the plank. Oh, forget it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once yeah. you introduce yeah. the concept of not doing it, yeah, it's, there's a creeping, there's just a no creeping point. danger, isn't there? Yeah. But it was all governed by, you know, like you say, you, if you do a half marathon, you're going to know it. Yeah, of course. I was yeah. just hanging over my whole week yeah. like a shadow. Well, you're going to know it, know it, even if the result system doesn't know it. Yeah, yeah. We all know what you did. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. half yeah. marathon yeah. that Rob yeah. did. Yeah. The five so called. Yeah. Um, one of the uh, events that people reported to in it over the weekend, I think, was the Barcelona Marathon. All right. Now, that wasn't bad weather. That was good. That's a nice city to run a marathon around. Yeah, absolutely. I actually offered myself up for a week of gigs in Liverpool. Yeah. The, uh, the week of my potential go faster marathon. All right, June. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought, uh, I've got to do the work. You know, so if it was a question of doing Friday night gigs in Liverpool and getting across this marathon, then I'll do it. Right. Because I want to do the gigs. Yeah. But uh, so I... Uh, you know, put that dream, possibly slightly compromise that running dream. Yeah. Anyway, they haven't offered me the gigs. Have they not? Oh, right. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, I've got a week there in the... Uh, I'm doing the hot water week. Yeah. In about six weeks or so. Yeah. I want... I'd really like to get another one of those in. It was great fun last time. It's... it's such, there's such good rooms. And there's loads of gigs. Yeah. Go on Tuesday, do two shows a night, and then what is it, four... On the Friday or the Saturday, or both. Or right. It's lovely. Yeah, it's show. really. It's like a mini festival in a way. Yeah. It's probably the same lovely room over and over again. It gets you very sharp. I bet it, it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit like being on the treadmill, right? Yeah. That is. That's where I was. That week I was talking about. Came back from running long in Scotland, and generally came back with training. and thought it's not enough. I like. On the Tuesday I went to Liverpool, I'd given up drinking on the Monday and I ran yeah, I remember, yeah. every day and I was running in the wind. So is there going to be any giving booze up this year pre-marathon or are you going to leave that for the summer maybe? I think I'll have to stop again at some point and yeah. I still 
tempering it. The fasting is affecting what I have and when. Right. But at the moment, I'm being a bit... I'm finding that the fasting and the training is kind of allowing for a little bit of... A little I, bit of boost from time to time. And in the long game, in life, I am working towards being able to drink in moderation. Yes. Which I'm sort of pulling off at the moment. But um, equally, yeah, as we get to probably... One of these days, I'm going to feel rough and have a bit of a fright. And it's a marginal gain. It'll I can catch you out, yeah. So, we'll see. I'm feeling a bit too... Uh, you know, it just goes back and forth. I feel really fit. And then I feel really rough. rough. And that's just ongoing, isn't it? I mean, yeah. you've got to choose the right moment. Training is, is all the time. Life is ups and downs. It's about doing those same runs on the days when they feel horrible, on the days when they feel good. Yeah, I've got to... Uh, I think my feet is changing my style a bit. Yeah. And it's affecting the way my muscles feel in a way that's a little bit detrimental. Yeah, and also that sort it out. stuff is really exacerbated by distance as well, isn't it? Yes, yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, you need to... See someone. Yeah. And again, in terms of marginal gains, you can fix that, you know. Even yeah. if you don't get on with orthotics, you could try them. Enough people, an enough people use them, don't they? That's right. It's got to work. Yeah. It's definitely worth a try. Back through the old station. Yep. Always an exciting place to be. Really good. It's not as sunny as it was. No. But maybe that's just a cloud. I don't know. And what are you doing there? Do you like a long bath after a long run? Well, to, to hop into the bath. I'm not a bath fan. You're not a bath You don't like to bathe. I'm not a bather. I sometimes do it because it's medicinal, isn't it? Yeah. And sometimes because you've got access when I'm in a... do a lot of running on Saturdays and do a lot of exercising in hotels. And sometimes I'm showering a lot anyway for the gigs. So I throw in a bath on the Saturday afternoon. Allegedly. I'm never impressed with a bath. You don't like a bath? No. Oh, I love you just come out feeling dirty. I love a bath. And they're either not hot enough, hot enough, or they're so hot, you feel a bit steamed up. Oh, you constantly reheat it and just yeah. stay in and then... And then some hotel baths are really small and shallow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tight. Really annoying. I like a long bath with a cup of tea. Get the paper. That's a really big cup of tea. <laughs> yeah. Oh, not a long bath in a cup of tea. What do you do then? Do you run a bit more hot water? Yeah, just keep 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 refilling it, and then wait till it's just really cold, and that's when I catch my cold. <laughs> Woo -hoo. Woo -hoo. That's Sorry. okay. <laughs> I was like that dog. It was a fluffy little young brown spaniel. It was like it was waiting behind the skate yeah. to chip us up. Hey guys! Quite funny if we'd both tripped over it and died. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't have been fun for the dog. I don't think we deserve dogs, and I don't think we they don't deserve do. us. No, it does seem a fairly pointless conversation, up. doesn't it? Yeah, we don't deserve dogs, and vice versa. I mean, what's the end point we're working towards? Yeah. We're going to free the dogs? Yeah, <laughs> everyone's going to learn to be better people by thinking about dogs. I tell you what, if the dogs went off to live together. Of, look at this dog, that's yeah. great. English sheep dog, like the Dulux dog, going after its running owner in the brilliant, basically <laughs> making it look much windier than it yeah. is. <laughs> I think these dogs have been watching crafts 
then watch it going, I can do that. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Oh, it's his dog. It's his dog, yeah. I thought it was running after its no, running owner, but it's yeah. running after a running stranger. a bid for freedom. Yeah. I like the look of those calves. I'm going to jump on that. It won't, like take, a it won't take long if the dogs run off to live with the other dogs that they degenerate to. Quite unfriendly pack animals. Yeah. Marauding the streets. Quite dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wearing human clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking and Taking rough. over society. Doggy voices. Yeah, yeah. Have you got any meat? I'm well, making everyone talk like Gimli the Dwarf. Well, my dog treats. I'll see how I'm doing with the distance and how I'm feeling. <laughs> yeah, I feel fine, except I'm talking like Gimli, Dwar- Gimli the Dwarf more and more of the time. <laughs> We're in Finsbury Park, and I can't stop. I can't stop talking like this. <laughs> that makes you understand how some of the people in Finsbury Park got there. Normally my right quad starts getting tight, but today it's my left for some reason. I have it's been a, quite tight. I was saying to, well, I alluded to this earlier on, but I was saying to my wife, I find that if I get an ache in one limb and then the other, right, it makes you worry about it a lot less. Right. Makes you feel like I'm running in balance. Yeah. But it's not ideal. No. Sort of getting passed around the body. See, so you did. You, did you were. You came home on Saturday morning. Your your fast twenty on a machine was on Friday, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, Tony Saturday morning. Um. When's your next park run? I don't know. I mean, I can't do it this week because I'm because I'm I'm in. Uh, I'm flying Saturday morning. Yeah. Unless, so unless there's one in, in Australia. We have talked about this. Maybe you've got to run up and down the aisle of the plane. Yeah. If you dress as a steward, you won't notice. But they will get disappointed. Yeah, yeah. Because they'll be... Going, oh, Can I get another? And you'll just be coming past. I've actually... Uh, another little packet of pretzels? Someone's, someone's reached out for a, a run in Melbourne. An run. Yeah, a, a Melbourne... Uh, Running commentary. Yeah. Listen, so I'm going to do that. Yeah. That'll be nice. Run around the park in Melbourne. And are you in Australia on a Saturday? Because you could do park. Yeah, I'll, I'll have a look, actually. Park runs international. It would be good to do that. Um, yeah. that oh, what's her name? Kayla Cohen uh, from Crouch End. Right. And she is in California. Yeah. yeah. She's saying, you must come. You know, a lot of people get in touch and say, well, a lot of people get in touch and say, you must come and do a local park run. Right. But her one was Golden Gate Park in San Francisco. Wow. It just simultaneously. Yeah. Very tempting and not one I've seen coming up in my diary. Yes. <laughs> that does sound good though, doesn't it? <sighs> Got to do a park run in another country. It's reached that stage where when you get to a major city, you're surprised if they don't have a park run. Yeah, yeah. That's right. But I think it's still catching on in some cities. But Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> some countries. Right? It's, just, it's just gradually travelling around the world, isn't yeah. it? And in Scotland, it starts at half nine. Yeah, which is great. Damn it! It's great if you know. A bit more civilised, yeah. <laughs> I made the right decision, though, didn't I? Not doing it. What, for your shops? On the... No, not doing the park on a Saturday. Yeah, I think I was so. really cold. <laughs> Just a little moment there. It was more a moment I'd have associated with you, if I'm honest. Yeah. In terms of, oh, thank you. I'm glad to be getting home quite soon, because uh, I might not have a bath. I might need to go to the bathroom for a little while. 
Really? Do you see what I'm saying to you? I can see what you're saying, yeah. yeah you know where I'm going now. Yeah. Although we are <laughs> approaching Finsbury. No. No, I've been to that bathroom. All oh, right. <laughs> Not so a fan. you. Yeah. You know what's happening in there. Yeah. I mean, apart from anything else, they haven't got a seat you can put down. They've just got that wood built into the edge of the bowl. It's quite... Uh, oh, my God. Oh, sorry. That's not it can be a little bit uh, over-social in there, can't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> over- now, that yeah. is a circumspect way of describing yeah, yeah. a very scary place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Slightly over-familiar <laughs> toilet facility. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you using that is one as well? Tramps nightclub. <laughs> yeah. Can I pop in as well, pops? Jo- joining me, are you? <laughs> yeah. oh, that was not <laughs> my plan. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't mean to cause offence. Yeah, that's true. What yeah. you say? Yeah. Well, I think I can hang in there till. Oh well, that's good. Get to my house, which I prefer from that point of view. Yeah, of course. Ooh. Sun's shining again. Yeah. I just, I think after the weekend, I don't trust it. Every time the sun yeah. goes behind the cloud, yeah. I think, well, that's it. The days are in, we're going to get rained on. For all our talk of earlier on a meeting, <laughs> fairly bullish about running on no food and no water and stuff. Yeah. I'm feeling pretty ropey and thirsty. I have to say, you know, there's a... It's very very old school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very Alf Tupper. Yeah. Chain of hardship. Yes. Cross country. Yeah. I don't know. I think think you should be a little bit more millennial about it. Get some gluten-free oats on board. Hydrate, mate. As opposed to set off just mildly hungover. No food. Yeah, yeah. Like a no water. Like a 1970s yeah. footballer. Yeah. I noticed you smoking. Frank Worthington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just having a just stub your fag out before you set off. Miles. Yeah. And a pint of bitter for breakfast. On some bone-out trainers. I obviously need some new trainers. <laughs> this is getting ridiculous. You need to tell you what. You don't just need new trainers. You need new trainers. Yes. And a new brainers. Brain. Yes. A new approach. I'm not as ropey as I was oh, towards the end of the 17 on my own, though. It's definitely better in company. Yeah. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> <laughs> Straight uh, through You the didn't middle. quite manage to avoid that paddle. No. And you may say that like me playing Jenga. Ah. Yeah. Straight through the middle. <laughs> Card in the middle. Yeah. I think it's interesting. It's probably very helpful for me and you talking about different... Body shapes, training styles, running attitudes. I think that you naturally do. We joke about it, but the old school yeah, yeah. Yorkshire cross country man yeah, yeah, yeah. is in you. Yes, yeah, yeah. And whereas the, yeah, I've done enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. used to be a lardy. Yeah. And this will do. Well done, yeah, me. Of course, absolutely. Yeah. Is, it, is it me? And somewhere between the two is the way forward. You've got to push it, but you've got to be good to yourself. I dread to think how long that woman was behind us before yeah. we noticed. Waiting for us to stop weeping and screeching. Get out of the way. So, one quickest route back to mine now, aren't we? Do you Just want me? back into Frenzy Park. Yeah, we'll run the... Uh, the most direct way back to... Yeah, I think the direct way back would be about church right. Church walk, yeah. So we drop right down to the right here. Right. 
when we first came through here, yeah, pleasingly long ago now, it was an icy cold wind coming across the top of the hill, wasn't there? Yeah. In that uh, when we dive bombed those flower beds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Returning uh, to the port, taking a different route over. People in the perimeter of the park in a semicircular direction. Notice that even though they were. Dropping in and going around the picturesque local areas, they eschewed the delights of Finzi Park over. Yep. Slightly distant no, local remaining. Direct route home over, almost as if they can't wait to get home over. <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> Finzi Park doesn't quite pass <laughs> high polluting tests over. One of them seems to be limping with both legs over, while the other seems fairly desperate for kids' drop off over. <laughs> Can you limp with both legs? <laughs> I think I am. <laughs> I'm limping on both sides. Yeah. I can't see myself out. I mean, we've been running now for, what, about two and a half hours? About two and a half years. Yeah. Is that true? I think we'll have been running for about two, about two and a half hours, yeah. I, I do. My watch I, isn't working. Yeah. I feel great. I feel fine. I, I honestly, the only thing I've noticed is that it's, it's kind of... You know, mumbling off like that and just going on and have a little quiet time. But it doesn't feel, from a podcast point of view, from your point of view, listener, it might not necessarily be ideal. I, I, it just feels like I'm relaxed. Do you know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm still getting full brain function. I feel okay. I feel like... It's uh, like when we did that 20 and it's like, I can only think about water. No, no, no. I we are not last. I could run further than this, but I've just... But I realise that I need to sort this... Orthotics because it's affecting the way I run. Yeah, and also that I could run further than this. It's true, to, you've got to push it, but equally. Yeah, but I'm glad I'm not. Max out on miles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could. Not least, and the other aspect of that, is, is I'm worried about your feet, but the other aspect is the longer you go, the harder it is to perceive how much it's costing you. Yeah. Because it, um, you're just bullying on through it. Yeah, and you will not know the full impact of it until yeah. three days later. Yeah. You just won't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. a way, that feeling you had last time of thinking, God, this is getting hard. It's at least that's useful information, you know. Yeah. There's an incredibly beautiful cherry blossom tree right in the distance there, but in the road we're going to go down. It's like a beacon. Oh, nice. Calling us. Look at that. That's bright pink. Looks like a raspberry yogurt. Gorgeous. Oh, oh yeah. See, I can see that. Yeah. Thought it was hallucinating. Thought it was candy floss. Yeah, that's right. There's candy floss in yeah, the sky. Yeah, yeah. I'm not tired. Yeah. This is I where the fair comes. From Look, forever. the fair is here. But we can dive into that candy floss and just have a lie down. <laughs> like uh, when Homer Simpson falls asleep while he's driving. You know that bit? Which one's that? He's just really tired. He's driving and his, and his <laughs> eyes are drooping and his eyes are drooping. And then suddenly he's just driving in this magical dream world yeah. <laughs> through the clouds and the stars and the moon. And then he catches a chain of stars under the wheels and they're kind of rattling <laughs> off. And he wakes up and it's like someone's front fence and he's driving through <laughs> the gardens. Brilliant. So, yeah. We're going to have to uh, make up for being rude about Finsey Park today by coming back and doing the park run when you're around to do it. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Just going to try and get some over here, but it's going to go green. There we are by Finsey Park. Looking happy. Ah, it's hurting. Ah, it's Starting so again. Starting again. It's so hard. In the sky. It's so hard. Thank you. Thank you, Pink Beacon of Joy. <laughs> I found it funny listening back. Yeah. We talked about uh, Marie Kondo in the house. 
yeah, but for me and my wife and son and daughter, Marie Kondo, it's very much about tidiness and folding. Right. But in your house, it's more about throwing things away. Throwing stuff out, yeah. We've got so <laughs> Thank much. Thank you. Out. So much rubbish, yeah. Can you get a Marie Kondo skip? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you, Rhett. Yeah, she's doing it. I'll be doing it on an almost daily basis. <laughs> Does this give me joy? I find it very... I'd like to see the evidence that Marie Kondo's their real name. Because Kondo is American for semi-detached house, isn't right. it? Right, yes, yeah. I think that's very convenient. Yes. Nominative determinism. Do you know who else has got a name of the house in American TV? Who? It's House. House. The doctor. Of course, yes. But do you know why House is called House? I don't know why it's called House. Because he's a direct ref on Sherlock Holmes. Is he really? Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, I didn't know that one. Yeah. Ah, and just like at the beginning, I've meanly not told Paul where we're going <laughs> and let him. Look at those red roses on nice. that Nice. It's getting to that stage where going up a curb feels slightly troublesome. Yeah, yeah. Just slightly irritating. Absolutely. That's one of the things in terms of our tech for the marathon. The idea of having to stop and look at it yeah. and think about it. Yes. That's a tough one. That could get tough. It's like it? you were saying about sipping. I really, honestly, when I'm going well, when I'm making a good pace, I don't like having to do anything else. Right. It's amazing how minimal the things are. For example, you know, when I'm running, listening to music, I often get to a song I don't want to and I'll flick on. Right. And the other day I just did a park run. Oh, no, and at the end of that, half marathon as well. And just getting my hand up to my ear. To just too much, too much, yeah. Just costing me too much. Yeah. And in Yorkshire... I literally had a uh, um, carb gel and a water, and it's like the only thing I'd done in the first 17 miles of the race. (laughs) And that minute of messing about, not just going along, it cost everything. I just want to keep doing this with my hands. I think it's just what your your routine is. I like a kind of little sit, squeeze on the legs, back of the legs. Yep. Just, you just get your little routine, your little sort of machine-like routines, don't you? Yeah, yeah. It becomes part of the locomotion. And everybody's doing it. Yeah, everyone's doing their own different things. Everybody's doing a brand new dance now. Yeah. Come on, baby. Yeah. Do the locomotion. I saw a guy do that the first water stop at the first Yorkshire Marathon I did. Remember, that's in October. Yeah. And he had a drink of the water and it's got it at the back of his legs. That seemed too early to me. Yeah, yeah. I normally start doing that around about the 10K mark, I must say. Yeah. But, again, it's a routine. If it's what you do, yeah. it's what you do. And I think that, you know, I want to give myself a hard time, but I think paring it right down, not wanting to do anything other than cruise along, it's a good instinct, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes that can literally, you can say, particularly when you're going quite fast, that can include things like slowing down. Right. I can't be bothered to slow down. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I've got a good rhythm yeah. going. So I'll just suffer it, you know. And then keep the rhythm. Once you find those little grooves, you want to keep going forever, don't you? And there's an element of thinking that if you break them a tiny bit, it will fall apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great moment in Yorkshire. Do you remember when I spent ages trying to unwrap a starburst? Right. Oh, forget it. (laughs) Threw it in the in the hedge. With apologies to the people of Yorkshire, but the relief. I didn't have to try and unwrap it anymore. Was really huge. 
everything's huge, isn't it? That's the it thing. can, it gets magnified, That's why it's it? going to be funny to listen to us talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But equally, you know, we have memories of doing these long runs, but it's brilliant because it's going to be completely different because we'll have so much to, to impart. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. What a day it's going to be. To communicate and experience. <laughs> yeah. The day itself. Yeah. The noise. Yeah. The crowds. The, the roots, s- the dramas, the smell of the, the tears, the roar of the yeah. greasy pit. Yeah. yeah. But that's another thing. I, 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 felt, I used to have comedy about this, and it's quite an old memory now, but I was talking to somebody the other day, and I think that I should recap it for any listeners. First time, uh, half marathon, marathon event runners, is you get this real impression of joy. People yeah. tell you it's the greatest day of your life. And generally... You know, the London Marathon is beautifully geared up to that person, you know, yes, to the person yeah. who's going to train for that one marathon and yeah, yeah, give yeah. everything, do it for charity. You know, that's what it's for, and that's great. But what you don't realise is that the kind of joy we're talking about is a very philosophical, achievement-based joy. It's tough out there. Yes. And yeah, I yeah. really didn't realise that. You know, you see it on the telly. See all these people in costumes, smiling and waving as they go yeah. past the camera. You just don't realise. You realise that just past the camera, just yeah. 100 yeah. yards around the corner from Tower Bridge, people's heads are back down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Their faces dropping. Yeah. They're wincing. Yeah. They stop running. They start walking again. You know, it's pain, it's chafing, it's yeah. blood and tears. But that's good too. <laughs> Pretty much saying that to that man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope that he took it in the spirit it was intended. So approaching this whole part now. I think also something we should try for is... Do you remember when we did that... Hackney Park right at the beginning of the year. Yeah. And we were kind of just sailing past people. Yes. Yeah, talking yeah. about, well, we're talking about great things. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, just got the book off to the publishers. Yeah, yeah, pretty good, yeah. Yeah, for great. Just whole packs of people going, you yeah. hate them. Yeah. Like hate them. them. Yeah. I think we might find some people wearing our tops yeah. with our faces yeah. uh, defaced. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Voodoo. <laughs> Kind of voodoo going on. Looking out for the anti-runcom. Uh, if you want to uh, spend money on our merch for anti-runcom purposes, yeah, yeah, yeah. go for it. You know, it's important to let that out. Yeah. I think it makes a difference if we run doing this and one or other of us is wearing the top and it's visible. I might have just been imagining that. But I felt there was a kind of twinkle in the eye. Yeah. A kind of laughter. Possibly an element of laughing at. Yes. Much yeah. in the manner of the children we discussed yeah. earlier on. When I had the top out earlier on. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. don't think we mind that. No. That's okay. In a way, you're kind of preempting people saying, what is it? For the radio? Yeah. These guys are doing something... These guys with the faces and the microphones are doing something ridiculous. So we're going to release the uh, the photos. Yeah. Yes. Because that's the thing with these tops. As we say, they're high-end. They're very New versatile. Gear, but really good for stuff around the home. Yeah. Game of chess. Not just for running. No. 
No. They're really good if you're cooking soup. Multi-purpose, yeah. You know, um, DIY. Yeah. Um, Lounging. Taking the, the dog for a walk. Lazy lions. Yeah. Watching Antiques Roadshow, just slip it on. Because That's they're so breathable, aren't they? Very breathable, yeah. Yeah. That dog just had a good roll around in that. Probably fox effluent in there. I don't That's what they love. It's they a love funny. a bit of fox, fox dung. It's funny when they dump the wood chips on the path. Yeah. They expect them to self-spread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They put the wood chips in huge piles. I presume it's the first part of the, that process. Yeah. They never seem to get to the <laughs> second part. Yeah. And in the meantime, it just sits right in the middle of the path. Smelling nice. Yeah. Do you remember there was a massive pile of wood chips on the... Uh, when we did that spooky sprint. All oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. the dark. Yeah. I mean, everyone was going, and it was in the darkest part of the course. And everyone's going, what the hell is happening yeah. now? <laughs> it's like you suddenly ran across a mattress. It was really good. Is it this way or? We're going to oh. come out and go left. Oh, okay. It's popping out of Clissard Park. And then the last slight downhill oh, yeah. to uh, oh, yeah. Deering Towers. Oh, the downhill. And the sun's been shining all day. Oh, look, I'm going to get that. Look at the church there. Been very lucky. Always very picturesque so thanks good route yeah been good well chosen really nice yeah and uh, another progress report how are you feeling now I'm just feeling I just feel like my your feet are hurting yeah my feet are really hurting they're just sort of they feel a bit structurally unsound for yeah long distances especially once it gets back on the Hard surfaces again. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what the answer is. Orthotics actually. are one thing, but a nice yeah. new pair of trainers sounds like yeah. could be the answer. Yeah. Something soft. Aren't giving me too much at the moment. I must no, say. you want support on the inside and something to kind of soak stuff up on the outside. Yeah. And those running machine runs and favouring the soft surfaces, the yeah. pavements and things do make a difference, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they do, yeah. I forget that because, again, it's after the run. You do a long run and then you go out on the... When I went out on the towpath with Laurel X in Manchester, I could tell yeah. it had been a towpath. You, could, you just feel the concrete in the soles. Yes, you do. Yeah, yeah. What have you got to do today? Well, I've got that bath. You've got a bath I've got a bath. I've got my cup of tea and my macaroons in the <laughs> bath. Hey, we dwarves are very... Read the paper. Paper. short distances. And prepare for my editor's feedback. Oh, that's right. So is that face-to-face? Or? No, 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 it's phone. What's taking it in the spirit it's intended? <laughs> what are you seeing that, to me? That's what you think. <laughs> and then uh, very little that we've... I mean, I'm very... Are you accusing me of overwriting sin behaviour? Are you saying my prose is florid in places? <laughs> yeah. Florid. Yeah. Um, your your the stuff, metaphor. Your flor- prose is quite florid, but I knew an American guy and his prose was florid. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thanks very much. I've done some better jokes today. And uh, we're lucky that... I'll say we. I mean, I don't know what the rest of your day is, but... Yeah, I was, I'm going to sit around. Right, I, I like wish I had a book to read, but no one's given me any books to after read. After a so. long run... We can just chill, can't we? Yeah, that's right. Which makes us very lucky. Yes, that's right. Absolutely. No, I'm so glad you said that because respect. This time of year, at least, the light is coming. If you've got a, a nine to five, the way you fit the running in is so impressive. Yeah. I went out, out to Richmond and the number of people doing the after work run. Yes, yeah, yeah. The yeah. effort that takes to get in the gear 
and putting an hour of solid physical exercise when you were working all day. Yeah. Respects due. To ramp the miles up, because this is the heaviest... This is the heaviest mileage stage, isn't it, for people? And if you're feeling it, and if the weather seems bad, do just enjoy the fact that the days are longer now. Yeah. Even if the weather is really horrible and goes cold. You know, I, I find it really tough getting up for the kids at my alarm set for 20 to 7. Right. But these days, it's light. There's light in the sky. Yeah. And that makes all the difference. So, running-wise, that's just going to get better and better. Yes. Mornings and evenings. Enjoy it. So let's focus up for ourselves and for everyone else on what we want to be doing in the next four to six weeks. You want to get the miles up, but keep watching your body. Don't overdo it. Yeah. If you're really feeling it, if something's hurting, take action. Take action. Buy a new shoes. Get a massage. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you've got a heavy schedule and it's time to miss a run, Miss that run and forgive yourself. Yeah. Make it up elsewhere or don't make it up elsewhere. And the other thing is if you have to miss something or something doesn't happen, just you just reset. Don't try and redress the yeah, balance. Yeah, don't try and catch up. You don't need to go back. But focus on focus on the long runs. Yes. There's one thing you're gonna focus on. Just getting those in. Get out there. Yeah. And what well, like we were saying, a lot of your training, when it's difficult, remember. You're training for the second half. Yeah. If you go out on a Thursday and you're only running 10K, but you're tired and the weather's bad and, you know, you've, whatever, you're hungry or you haven't been 100% and you feel terrible and you carry on running, thank yourself yes. for giving yourself that idea of yeah. what it's like to run on. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and if you're feeling great, that's fine too. So that was... I'll, I've really enjoyed this run. Yeah, it's been great. It's been really nice. We're padding along. We'll give you a, a time thing on it. I think I reckon we'll be running for about two hours 35, two hours 40. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's which is a long up. time on your feet. Go right to the front door. Well, let's yeah. get it up. Um, yeah, we've, yeah, we've just this minute gone over three hours. Right. Wow. And uh, 11 minute miles. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But we're yeah. current paces are nine minute miles, so that's with stops and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, Stop starts. Just over six and a half. Sixteen. So sixteen and a half. Sixteen point five right, two. Okay. And climbing. Yeah. So, so that's a proper distance, isn't it? Yeah. It's more that time on your feet thing, isn't it? <laughs> Three hours on your feet. That's a sixteen point five two and climbing. Of course it's climbing. Yeah. yeah. yeah that distance is not going down. <laughs> yeah. That's a bit like Whew. Julie won't thank me for telling you this, but I asked her what the weather was gonna be like today. She said, Well, it's gonna be around 11, then going up to 12, 13. I'm looking at the 24 hour clock, not the temperature. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, listen, get in touch, tell us what you're up to. Um, we'll do the PBs in one go next time. I haven't got yeah. them this morning, unfortunately. I have the great PBs. We've enjoyed you seeing those. Keep telling them. And nice pics of where you've been. The t shirt Training production reports. continues. Oh, yeah. Oh, look, that's They're not tight. t-shirts, look at you know, they're high-end running tops. High-end running tops. That's a tight reverse, isn't it? Yep. Yep. So, um, yeah, get the merch so that we can see you out there. Get in touch with us. Other sizes Uncle are being ordered Pod. as we speak. Uh, because every runner's a runner and every runner's of a Of course, runner. absolutely, yeah. And uh, if you've been listening to this in one go on your long runs, I hope it's going well. And if you've split it up into a few little short ones, that's great too. Yeah. Because that's how we like to do it. You know, this it's is how we do it. <laughs> <laughs> They're killing me, man. They're killing me. You're assassinating me. <laughs> <laughs>
concern and Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.